Uh, I have to go on and read this next paragraph for and make my next statement because it, it will help clarify. And this goes back to the union in Christ that we had talked about earlier. Nevertheless, this is 16.6. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. believers are accepted through Christ and thus their good works are also accepted in him. This acceptance mm-hmm. does not mean our good works are completely blameless or irreproachable in God's sight. Instead, God views them in his son. And so he is pleased to accept and reward that which is sincere, even though it is accompanied by many weaknesses and imperfections. The point of it is you have been liberated to imperfectly with many weaknesses, do good works, and God will accept them because he accepts them in Christ. Your good works are not good enough on their own. God does not accept them based upon your own capacity. So first of all, they're brought by the Holy Spirit, but they're brought with many weaknesses because we still live in the flesh and they're acceptable not because you did them. They're acceptable because God accepts them in Christ. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you should never boast in your good works because you have to boast in Christ. Why would God accept that? Because he's accepting it because of what you have received. That's right. So you are now liberated to do good works not to look at them and ask yourself, oh, is God going to accept me because I did these good works? Am I sustaining my relationship with the Father? Am I progressing in my uh, relationship with the Father? And answer to all of that is no, no, and no, because you cannot have more of Jesus than you have now. You can't be more in union with him than you are now. You can either obey out of joy and gratitude, as we're told, Um, not trying to do it meritoriously, knowing that you are being effective for the sake of your brother. I mean, this is, uh, we use this constantly, but this is 2 Peter 1. He says, when you're not doing these good works, you are ineffective and unfruitful in the work that God has presented for you, which is what? To love neighbor and advance the gospel. It's not, you're not being ineffective in maintaining or progressing your sanctification, that's the work of God. So this chapter, you know, if you're going to get a tattoo, I don't know, man, this seems to be the one to do it, but believers are accepted through Christ, like full stop, period. Praise God. That's why we do good works. And we're excited to do it as we fail. And we never look to our good works We're always looking to Christ. This is, um, can I just say this and I'll pass it off to you. This is Hebrews when it says, laying aside the weight and the sin that easily besets us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Several comments here. I'm coming to mind. It's Steinbeck, I think in East of Eden, says something like, now that you don't have to be perfect, go and be good. Go and be good. Right. And that's a helpful, I mean, Steinbeck, you know, is, is a, writer of fiction, very I mean, good writer in my opinion. Right. And there's a lot though of theological undertones in mm-hmm. things that he writes. And whether the guy's a believer or not, I have no idea. Uh, he may have just grown up in the church. Anyway, that's another conversation for another time. But that language is really helpful. You know, now that you don't have to be perfect, go and be good. Because Jesus was perfect for us. We are now under the law of liberty, like you said. We're not under the condemnation of the law anymore. We're under grace. The law guides our living. And we can go and seek conformity unto it. We can go pursue good works and righteousness because Christ has handled eternity and he has handled judgment and he has kept the law perfectly for us. So we're now free unto righteousness. We're free unto love and all of these good things. And I'm thinking about it, you know, it's like we're children, right? God is our father. And 
It's as though the way we think a lot of times, uh, it's as though we come to God with our imperfect things that we've done. And we say, hey, here, here these are. And I'm assuming that on the basis of these, I can get in to your holy heaven. That's the wrong way to think of it. But rather we come to him and we say, you know, I know that because of Christ and because of Christ alone, I am now going to be welcomed into your joy forever. And here are things because of that. Here are things that I did for the good of my brothers and sisters. And I know that they please you. And as imperfect as they are, I trust that you accept them in the Lord Jesus. And, you know, here I am. And that's a much more helpful posture. And that is the posture of the Christian. Thank you for listening. Today's reminder is from a recent Theocast episode hosted by John Moffat and Justin Perdue. Everyday Grace is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to help support our ministry, please visit theocast.org give.